0: All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome into Bay Area Combat North Bay Face Off. This is our third or fourth show somewhere, right in there. I don't know, but luckily Steve Barnett is back this week. He could not join us last week, even though we had a pretty good interview last week that you missed with Joe Cropscott, your guy even, and you weren't here.
1: I, I know, I, you know, it's just sometimes I can make it in. what you were busy. Uh, you know, I, I don't even remember. What he's
0: a busy man. He's, very busy, he's man. A very busy, man. Look at this guy's fighting tomorrow. Just came out of weigh-ins. He's trying to rehydrate, and he's here. What's your excuse? For real.
2: Uh, <laughs> <you know? laughs> Uh, I way got you. <laughs> well, you know, I have
1: you know outside of my outside of my fight career kind of stuff here. I have actually a day job. That's right. The, You're right. an electrician. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Kind of an electrifying type. Of How many career? fires
0: have you caused Ooh. over the years as Thank an electrician? God, none. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't been
1: shocked too many times. You know what I mean? I think nice. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. All right, guys. My name is Jim Cooley. I am the voice of Champions, of course, joined by Steve Barnett, the promoter uh, slash matchmaker for Bay Area Combat, along with Deborah Faralito. Also, owner, yeah. and we are luckily enough joined by Donisabe Muhammad, who is fighting tomorrow night at Dragon House 31, and he is taking on. And I'm going to try this name, and I'm going to try it one time. Salamain Amadiar. That's right for uh, for the title. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that title. What is it?
2: Uh, Dragon House Lightweight Title. 155. I'm fighting that. I've been trying to fight at lightweight for a long time now. A lot of opponents pulling out, so it made it a little bit more difficult you know, to, to get fights. I just ended up going up and late. You had
0: like four or five canceled fights over the last couple of years. Yeah, more than that. Sal sure. Becerra, who actually is a great fighter. He's I wanted to see fighter. that fight. They'll what happened with that?
2: Fight, I have no idea. I guess he got hurt in the last week of the fight. I mean, I don't understand why anybody's training hard in the last week of right the fight. It doesn't make any sense. They should
0: be doing interviews with Bay Area Combat. They should Combat. Be doing
2: interviews. Right? <laughs> <but, laughs> I mean, I... I mean, nothing against him. I don't know what happened. He's a great fighter. I'm not going to talk crap about
0: him. Yeah. No, he is a great fighter, and he it's is. too bad that that happened. However, I do want to talk about your November fight. It was the last Dragon House. And I, in a minute, I want to talk about why you only fight Dragon House and Bellator and nobody, nowhere else.
2: I have no idea. Nobody hits me up. So, I mean, if you guys want me to fight, I'm ready yeah. to fight
0: anytime. So you you see these guys fight that are fight fighting everywhere. everywhere. I look at I'm your record. I'm trying
2: to get some fights somewhere Hey, didn't, else, didn't,
1: like, didn't you try to get in a fight fight where uh, uh, the America and uh, they did find the Oh, they that climbed, weenie they, that pulled out his yeah, name uh shit i don't Dude, even you gotta, you gotta
2: you gotta look at this guy's name up whoever it is and he blocked me on facebook and instagram such a carlos weird. roca no um, no carl not carlos roca he was for combate americas uh david douglas like, it was like uh richard
0: Re- Rigmadon. no no those are no, the only no, cancellations i have no, on here he
2: just he just him and, him and his camp just declined the fight i yeah, see and they, then they, they stopped answering hey messages. they had
1: identity <laughs> i gotta say <laughs> they, even they blocked us on <laughs> Facebook. They, <laughs> they had identical <laughs> records right like, we are talking a little shit online about, like, hey, you, you want to fight a tomato can? Go ahead. But if you what want a real the, fight what, for your the, guy. What's the promoter's name? Uh, you know, no, uh, what was the
2: lady's name? Because she has this stuff on there. I got
0: uh, While up. you're looking that up, and we'll get back to that in a second, yeah, but I, I want to talk you about your last before. fight. Course. Because you uh, you fought actually a friend of mine, a guy who I've watched kind of grow up as a fighter. Yeah. Uh, he holds some big wins. He beat uh, Melvin Washington, Colt Business, at um, the World Fighting Championships. His name is Jamario Mulder. Jamari they call him Mandango. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's a tough ass and, kid. A uh, tough yeah, kid. he is a tough kid. And you're coming off that win, I believe that was November of last year, yeah. Dragon Even House Green, 30. He beat
2: Abraham, Abraham uh, Vassala, Absolutely. Which I was surprised about also.
0: So you beat some tough guys, man. Uh, tell us about the Mandango fight when you fought Mulder. Uh, I believe you rear naked choke, right? Second round, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Round, rear
2: naked choke. So, I um, came out. I just came out, just throwing haymakers. I wanted to make it an exciting fight, and you know he responded the same way. Um, I wanted to test his ground game, so I shot him for a takedown. After I took a shot, boom. Um, I could tell that he was a little out of his comfort zone, so I was kickboxer. Like, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Like, All right, well, this is gonna be finished here for sure. He rolls around. He doesn't really know what to do in mount. He turns his like turns his back, and then I just you know slip my shoulder over and then throw the choke, in. so.
0: And that was a big win I, for you. You you had two straight losses, but against yeah, right. monster opponents, monster Dwight yeah. Grant. Uh, I believe Terry was your other James opponent. Terry, yeah. yeah I'm so. The
2: distance with him.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> yeah. that was, and those are like monster fights. But prior to that, man, you had a big win over Martin Sano. And Martin Sano, for those of you at home that don't know, is sort of like Nick Diaz's protege. He moved him into his house a few years back, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to be this next big thing. And he is a great fighter. I, I love Martin, but um, you fought him and you beat him on Bellator first round TKO, I believe.
2: Yeah, it was like a, a minute in. That not even that 30 seconds in, something like that.
0: Do you feel like that was smart keeping that fight on your feet? Because obviously, yeah, he's a jujitsu guy. Not there.
2: I mean, he, he prides himself on being a stand up guy, but his stand up was not there
0: at all. It's hard to pri- Listen, Nick and Nate can box obviously. Yeah, Jake yeah. can throw hands, but those guys are jujitsu guys. Plain and simple, they're jujitsu guys. So, yeah. when you come in against a guy like you who's got hands, I mean, obviously, his game plan probably should have been to take... I'm going to get in trouble here. Nick and Nate are my boys, but probably should have been to take you down. Yeah. Did he attempt to take you down? I didn't get no, to see that fight. If he would
2: have t- taken me down, he probably would have got submitted. Truthfully. <laughs> but, I mean, the, the majority of my wins are first-round submissions, so... Right. I don't understand. What
0: Look doing. how dedicated you are to finding out this guy that pulled Lucas out of this Combat this Americas guy. fight.
2: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this guy pissed me off so bad. <laughs> I not even so it.
0: Explain it to me. So you're set to fight this guy or you wanted to fight this what guy.
2: Wonderful. So I get hit up on Facebook from some random guys. Like, hey, um, there's an open spot on Combate Americas. I see that you have uh, similar um, records with this guy. He's got, you know, he's a good fighter. Right. Um, I'll, ta- I'll send your information over and then we'll get this going. I was like, yeah, I'm in... I already had the blood work done. Everything was ready. Like I was ready, ready to fight anytime. Right. time. Um, I talked to the lady who's putting the doing the matchmaking, putting it together. She's like, Oh, this will be great. We just have to see what their side says. And then it come they come back and they're like, Oh, you know, he doesn't want a hard fight, you know, they want to make sure their guy has a <laughs> for the show. And whatnot. Yeah, I'm like, all right, that doesn't make any sense. So I right. started talking a bunch of crap to him on Facebook and Instagram, and then he ends up blocking me. And, and you did the it. clubber laying. Like,
0: if he's not going to fight me, I'm going to go get him. I'm going yeah, sure, to yeah. make him fight me. I'm going to make
2: him fight me, but it didn't work, so whatever.
0: That's I mean it is if he didn't want to fight he didn't want to fight like yeah, there yeah. was no way you were gonna and get him to fight. He
2: ends up fighting a tough opponent anyways and getting his ass whipped either way. So we
0: talk about we've talked about this on this show before, but yeah. back when me and Steve fought, especially like '90s. Yeah, anybody fought anybody. anybody listen, yeah. I had Mark Hall called me one day and he was like, "You want to fight tomorrow?" I said, "Yeah." I drove to LA on my own dime. I didn't know who the fuck I was fighting. I mm-hmm. got there and it was like three. He's like, "It could be this guy, this guy, or this guy." I'll let you know in an hour. Mm-hmm. Show started in three hours, so I found out two hours before who I was fighting. That's how we did it. Now, was it smart? Not really. But you're there I, to
2: test your skill. You absolutely. People don't do it anymore. So They're I, trying to get famous. I think
0: it's definitely good to watch video and fight guys, but you should fight anybody. Fight Listen, anybody. to be the best in the world, you have to fight everybody in that weight class at some point in your life, or you're not going to be the best in the world, plain and mm-hmm. fucking simple.
1: You For know, I, I, I honestly feel it's like I, 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 I'm starting to come across as more and more, in, even in the amateurs. That are, people are trying to protect their records. I'm gonna like fight anybody. Well, any people want to
2: make money and they want to yeah, get famous. Yes. it's more but of but like a it's more of a facade the, to to have followers and how to the be fuck popular than it of is yeah. to actually fights, be a though. fighter. You know,
1: be yeah. the best amateur in the world. Hey, I'm the like, number one amateur in the Whoa. world. I mean, you see it. Guys were going.
2: Guys now, are being amateurs know? for like ten years. They got like a hundred fights. Thirty years old. They got hundred fights. <laughs> they black belts. It's like breath sandbagging. What are you doing? Yeah,
0: you know, honestly, like on the biggest scale, and I'm gonna leave MMA may for a minute and go to boxing but canelo alvarez is a guy who i watched with this padded record forever and ever mm-hmm. oh he's undefeated I mean, everybody he's beaten in everybody, in and then he fights floyd and, and literally just gets exposed like he'd never fought in his life mm-hmm. you know what i mean but And I mean, who wants to that be that fought, fighter the
2: guys that he fought before were still monsters it wasn't he wasn't padded like padded right floyd it wasn't Miller like is they, weren't the the yeah. they weren't
0: cans they weren't cans but but yeah. the point being like at the time, he wasn't fighting the Americans, He wasn't fighting anybody like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're out here He's fighting yeah. James Terry, Dwight Grant... Martin I Sano. I
2: don't care. I just want to fight. There you and go. That's it. And people, like, they expect you to come from this, like, huge camp. Like, and if you don't come from this camp, then you don't deserve to fight on this show. Yeah. Even though the camps that they're coming from are all crushing cans. Like, right. oh, I got a 6 and 1, I got a 7 and 1, I got an 8 0 record. Yep. But the only guys that you fought are 0 and 15 and, <laughs> like, get the. <laughs> get
0: Julio Cesar Chavez. <laughs> um, so talk about your camps for a minute. So I, I believe for a while you were at Marin MMA. Is that where you started?
2: Uh, no, I, I've always been with Napa Valley MMA 100%. Because on your Facebook,
0: you have Marin MMA. As... Well, I
2: mean, i cross trained there. Okay. Like, but I've been 100% with uh, Napa Valley MMA. But I've cross trained a lot of places. Like, um, I've cross trained at NCFA before. Okay. I've cross trained at. Uh, Norcal Fighting Fitness. Alliance, David Terrell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, I've cross trained at uh, Combat Fitness. Um, just random places. Good camps. You know? I just go to train, like, whenever. For this fight, I didn't cross train much at all. I really just focused on, you know, being with my coaches, Steve and dyeing your hair, dyeing my hair, yeah, yeah. getting all and that just, done. Just working on technique and you know getting back to where I was when I was finishing everybody. It was which was, you know, listening to my coaches and not going everywhere else.
0: Absolutely. But, yeah. So, who are some of the training partners that you like to roll with, train with, spar with at Napa?
2: In Napa, uh, I train with the guys that I have there, which is uh, Raymond Lopez, Diego Lopez. Uh, Mark Vargas, Jerry mm-hmm. Bolander, Chris. Jerry yeah.
0: Bolander. <laughs> Who the fuck is Jerry Bolander? <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so you like it there. And then when you do cross-train, let's say you go to North Fight Alliance. You go over to Dave Trail's camp. Who are some of the guys that you're training with over there?
2: I haven't been over there in years. But when I did go <laughs> over there, yeah, I cross-train. I was like um, Jordan Williams uh gabriel pacheco they're all great guys like yeah. all of them are amazing guys you know
0: absolutely so there's a difference between what i would call hood jumpers like guys that go from one camp to another camp to another camp and mostly it's because they're avoiding fights and they they don't want to train that hard they want to go somewhere else you on the other hand are seeing look i can fill holes here or i can maybe go over here and see something that i didn't get to see here exactly. get a different look and yeah. that's definitely the way to do it that's why you got a title fight tomorrow night
1: mm-hmm. You know, I see a lot of guys that, that have temper tantrums and throw fucking shit fits because they're not getting their way, stomping their feet, and right. Shit, egos getting away, and they go from camp to camp to camp because it's like you know having a little childish temper tantrums yeah. and shit. I'm like, you know, I think the best success out of the Napa Valley MMA gym is that everybody works together as a team. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which we realize, as you know, I'm, I'm Napa Valley MMA right now, not not barrier combat. So, right. so. As as a, as a coaching and stuff like that, we see where we can add to it, not take away.
2: Right. Yeah. You got to think of a fighter as like a, a character in a video game, you know, and the the coaches are the the players. You, you know? got to level and, them up. Yeah, and they they understand. They see things on the outside that we don't see, so they can constantly tweak and adjust what we need. You don't need to get beat up every single day to advance in the sport. What you need is somebody who understands who you are and what you can do and where you can go. You
0: know, Absolutely, that's a great way to look at it. You know, I never had, have heard that analogy before. I've been in the mm-hmm. sport for 20 something years. That's a great analogy. You take the video game character, you level him up, but you level him up to his strengths mm-hmm. and then maybe help with his weaknesses when you can. I like that attitude. How did weigh go today? You went there. Oh, did he give you the Ooh. look? Did he look like you wanted to go? I mean, uh, is there any beef Wayans between you guys? I'm an,
2: I'm, an, I'm always cordial with other fighters when I get to weigh I mean, it doesn't it just it does doesn't work to make like a big a big scene, especially right. when you're at like a regional show. Nobody's watching the weigh at a regional show. <laughs> you don't need to make a bunch of noise and. Puff your chest out. Like, that's just ignorance. But you fight and you learn. And I feel like I've been around the block to understand that. And these guys that haven't, and they you know, they puff their chest out and try to act tough. And I right. think that they're going to get followers from making the scene.
1: Would you say out of uh, this gonna be, what, your 22nd fight, do you think that you're an expert now? <laughs> this is your ninth pro fight, I want to clarify, yeah. right? Yeah, ninth yeah. pro fight, 22nd overall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. isn't that crazy? That's 20, <clears throat> 21 fights later. Yeah. On your 22nd fight, getting a title shot. Amazing. See, that's the thing is I admire people like like you, Don, who actually do the hard thing. It's not all these kids and stuff that, that jump, like, do two fights as an amateur and then jump pro and then have a shitty pro record and wonder why. It's like, like... The guys that do good it seems like that that fight a lot as an amateur and fight as much as they can then go pro seem to do better i see you know well
0: boxing's had that in place for years where these guys fight and and it's like donna sabe said they have hundreds of fights well in boxing that's kind of how it goes right most of these guys have 100 fights or more as amies but it's it's smart because then when they do turn pro they're they're polished as he said they've leveled up they're ready to go so um, I I definitely like the there's two sides to the amateur coin a lot of people say oh well, these these promoters are using these ammies, they don't have to pay them listen these amies are getting more out of this than the promoters are a hundred percent and they right, can right. go back and watch it it doesn't go on their pro because you go on suredog they don't even show your ammy record you it just is your it's pro record
2: over. I don't know why these amateurs are not taking fights and patting their records off. It's like, you're an amateur. Absolutely. Go lose fights so you don't lose when you're a pro.
0: You, you, you learn a lot more from a loss than I, you do I, from you a win. You know,
1: I have the biggest headache because of shit like that. You know, like, I've seen these, these this. i got this kid who's got, like, 13 years of wrestling. 13 years of wrestling and a couple years of striking. That makes him a higher-level amateur than most of them out there that are just coming off of... A year or two training, right. then won't take fights. Yeah, I, yeah. unless Ridiculous. they're debut fighters. I'm like, wait a minute here, hold on, wait a minute. You're you've got this much experience, and then yet you're not going to want to take a fight against a guy who's let's say got a draw. Again,
2: that's somebody who just wants so, you
0: know. Uh, they're after Ken, the... Like they're Facebook work, fighters. Yeah, they're Facebook fighters. Oh, dude, it's yeah.
1: like it's terrible. You know what I mean? It's like I, I look at all kinds of angles like that, as you know, the, the who they fought, where they're from, yeah. what their experience is, because as a promoter. I want the best fights possible, so I try to match them up accordingly. I'm not matching them up because this fighter wants a fucking easy fight. That ain't ain't the way it works with me. If you fight for me, you're going to have a hard fight. I don't care who you are.
0: And that's got to be the guys coming out of your camp as well, which is why Don Asabi's got a title fight tomorrow. Exactly. So let me ask you about your opponent. Now, I ask this question a little differently than most interviewers would. And some people say, what do you think of your opponent? I'm going to say this. Take yourself out of the equation. You're not fighting this guy tomorrow. You're a fan that just watched him fight in his last fight. What is your opinion of him as a fighter?
2: Um, he is a strong fighter for sure. He definitely is more from a wrestling background. He can take punishment, and he has a gas tank, and he can move forward. Um, but from what I've seen, if you just look at it like record – to record of the guys that he's fought most of the guys that he's fought have been more cans you know okay but after looking at the guys that he's fought knowing them and following them you know that some of them were actually tough they just ended up losing tough fights so the record doesn't look that great so he has fought some good guys and then he's fought some cans but who
0: has what's to- what's the hole that you see in is it his submissions do you think that on the ground his
2: hole is is his stand up um he does a lot of straight like straightforward um
0: in the pocket, he's not yeah, really in the moving. Market. I
2: feel like in the beginning, when he first initiates his takedowns, his uh, his control is a little weak. But he does end up fixing it after a little bit. I've seen him, you know, he's been swept in a couple of spots where he should have had nice solid control. But besides that, he's going to be a good opponent, you know. How
0: do you how do you rank him with the other people that you fought oh, in your pro career? I don't
2: want to do that, but <laughs> he, he, co- yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I would say, top three? I
0: would say top five. There you go. So, he ranks him fifth. That's how you get it because if he's not in the top three and he goes all the way down to five, <laughs> he's got to be fifth. Mm-hmm. So, you fought seven guys, eight guys, and you rank him fifth. So, not very high, but that's okay. Okay. So, uh, who is the toughest guy you fought? James Terry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did a monster. Is Absolutely. that a fight you want to get back?
2: Um, I would. That would be great. Yeah. If he, yeah.
0: We talked about sure. this on the show last week when we were talking mm-hmm. to Crop Scott, and I've always felt like a guy who wins an MMA fight should never go back and fight a guy that he beat, mm-hmm. and that's from his point of view, but obviously yeah. from your point of view, you'd love to run it back. Does he yeah. seem like a guy that might give you another shot at that? or? Um, it-
2: if I get my record up and I start working my way through the ranks, he get that he, belt, he, wants, he might want to come get it. He wants to. He he's a guy that wants to fight on main cards of big shows because that's what he deserves. He's been around the block. He's been doing this forever. Right. When I was a child looking at MMA for the first time before I even trained for the first time. He was in there, in the big show already fighting on main cards. You know, right. And making money. So unless it's a main card fight, he's probably not going to want it. So I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. Yeah.
0: So uh, if you win this title tomorrow. Uh, which is a huge step for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've already fought Bellator. You've won on Bellator, so you've been on that stage at least on some level. It was undercard, but you know that's that's how you start out. You've only yeah. had, as we said, eight fights. So, give me your goals for the next year of mixed martial arts.
2: I just want to keep fighting, whether it's on regional shows or the big show, and winning fights so I can build up a record. And then once my record is a uh, win streak is built up, then. You know, get a fight that's like on a main card and like something that you know is going to make some money and get me noticed. You know,
0: did you feel like you got paid properly for Bellator? No. I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say how much no. it was. I know how much it was, but mm-hmm. I absolutely do not either. No. And I think that that's kind of a, a running trend.
2: Yeah, and it's not it's not cool. It really isn't, especially to be calling yourself the biggest. You know. They're owned like by a, Viacom. Yeah. Well, not anymore. <laughs> but well, they, they were. But yeah. there's money
0: there. You there's know what I mean? There's a lot
2: of money there. So yeah, I mean. I would I would like to get to the other one but you know we'll see the other one UFC <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm trying to get there but
0: it's but even there, and I'll hard. be honest with you, I have a lot of friends that fight UFC, and even there there's not a ton of money. It would
2: be cool to fight for like one, you know, and yeah. able to travel, and they pay well also, they understand how to take care of fighters, you know, it's a different mentality than, You're you are probably the know.
0: first person I've interviewed in like three years that ever said they want to go to one. Yeah. That's actually pretty cool, that, that means that you've studied, you understand who's doing what for, for the fighters, and that's yeah, kind and of they, cool. Yeah,
2: and they actually care about the fighters, you know, it's different mentality over there for sure.
0: Absolutely. Who are some of the guys that you looked up to? You said you were a kid watching. You saw James Terry, but who are some of the guys you looked up to?
2: Um. Uh, Eve Edwards. Um, oh, I haven't heard that name a long uh, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what was his name? The guy that uh, I can't believe I don't remember his name. He fought Jose Aldo. He had that huge hematoma. On his oh, you're talking his about uh, play. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall, um, Hall, no, no, no. Oh. That was a great fight too. He yeah. kicked him in the head, and he had
0: yeah. this. And sh- he just kept oh my gosh! What was his? I remember that He's fight Canadian. though. He's Canadian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that fight. I'm gonna have to. I know his name too.
2: Mark. Yeah, Mark Hominick. There, there it is, Hominick. Mark Hominick is yeah. amazing. I used to watch his fights all the time, but now I really don't follow fighters like I used to. It's more of like I watch fights and then pick and choose from the technique that they use, and you know, because not every fighter shows up every time they fight, because it's years and years of preparation for only 15 minutes so you never know who's going to show up
0: let me ask you a question okay so as a fighter now with all the fights that go on in california all the fights that go on on the west coast do you ever find yourself looking at the other lightweights the other the other guys in your weight classes that are fighting. Do you ever study them or say, "Hey, I wonder who's doing what. Let me see who's top ten right now." Um,
2: I don't really study I don't study them as in like, "Oh, if I'm going to fight them, I do like to study the techniques that are being that are popular right now." Because right. I f- there's always a trend in techniques, especially with the way social media is now. Everything is out there, so you see fighters doing more things that are just out there all the time. All of a sudden, they see a first spinning, you know, back kick, and all of a sudden, all of the top <laughs> fighters are doing spinning back kicks. Right. You see somebody do a push kick to the knee and everybody's doing that kick you know something random so. the front kick that yeah. knocked out
0: poor uh vitor belfort yeah
2: so it's <laughs> like i'm just that's that's really what i look for i look for what's trending and what to watch out for nice. because a fighter that i'm gonna go up against might you know be studying that and do that you know how old are you 28
0: so 28 years old did you know who jerry bolander was when you first got to napa valley mma tell the truth um
2: I did not but I found out very quickly once, you know they all told me they all told me about him and then I looked him up and it's UFC history
0: you know absolutely legend he was he's actually a judge in my first fight it was pretty oh, really? cool and for me yeah. it was huge he was the the uh, biggest uh, guy on that card was yeah. the judge and it was Jerry Bolander he's it was so,
2: pretty cool. like nonchalant about everything he really doesn't like to go back to that time and talk about it but he will you know he he's does. a cop now right
0: yeah
1: deputy sheriff now yeah
0: and you got pd williams does pd williams come out Pete there williams, as well
2: he taught me how to throw <laughs> kicks Yeah, I used to, my kicks are still shit, but i mean they're way better now because i've been working with chris so much he's been like really just working chris is here what's chris's yeah. last
0: name again there you go so that's your and this is your striking coach yes yeah. okay
2: and he just he's been picking it he's been picking my stand-up apart and my kicks are so much better now and i really do owe it all to him so thank you, Chris, for everything you've done for me. There you and, go. Uh, I'll hopefully be showing it off tomorrow. Just then we'll see what I Are you one
0: of on. those fighters that when you learn some new techniques, that's what you want to use in your next fight? Do you kind of forget everything else and go, no, I want to go kick uh, this fucking guy in the head? I,
2: some t- it depends on the fight. Sometimes <laughs> I do, but most of the time I just want to just throw whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever's closest.
0: So other than the no name from Combat Americas that we can't remember his name, is there anybody that you, I don't want you to look past, obviously, your opponent yeah. tomorrow night. It's a title fight. Biggest fight of your career. But is there anybody in your weight class right now that you want to get it on with?
2: No, I, I really don't. This, I mean, it's not. I feel like it's not at that level yet. You know, until you're in a big organization with the big names and you're trying to get reach to the where they're at, yeah. then there's, it's there's there's nobody. You know, you just do what, you work with what's in front of you, and then you go from there. You know.
0: I know you're not going to tell me this, but what's your game plan for tomorrow night?
2: Game plan for, the, for tomorrow night. is to, for <laughs> That literally is always my game plan is to fight and listen to my corners. That's, that's How many rounds one. is this fight going to go? First round.
0: There you go. So there you have it right there. Don Asabi Muhammad says he's going to win in the first round tomorrow night. Lightweight title. Mm-hmm. Dragon House 31. Are there any other fights on that card for guys from your team or buddies no, of yours that are fighting?
2: Yeah. I mean, Joaquin Lopez is fighting for the 170 title. Great fighter. You got Adam Momsley fighting um, in the beginning. Um, Gabriel Pacheco is fighting also. Who you
0: said you trained with a little earlier in your career. All
2: all those guys are monsters from Dave Terrell. Um, Yeah, and they're all really nice guys too. So I'm excited to see them fight.
0: That's a great camp over there. So uh, tell us about, so you've only fought for Dragon House and you've only fought for Bellator. Mm -hmm. What was the difference fighting for Bellator? Forget the money, but just the experience of going there and showing up Um, as opposed to fighting for Dragon House. I liked
2: how... um, how on time everything was everything was very professional it was the way like what you expect or what you expected as a pro going into it you know um yeah oh i found out what the guy's name evan Solorio. oh
0: yeah, I, know so evan Solorio. Solorio. I know evan Solario. i know evan Solario. i'm
2: still calling you weak <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna actually way. know i'm evan not, and I'll still get in there and whoop you tell you what
0: <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna put this on my facebook because he's on my facebook <laughs> So um, still, I'm still mad that he blocked me. I'm still mad about that. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you said you liked the difference when you showed up as a pro mm-hmm. at Bellator and they, they treated you a little differently or?
2: Uh yeah, yeah. It's just uh everything was just very professional and on time. The weigh-ins were on time, you walk in, you get on the scale, you leave and you hydrate. You don't sit there for hours right. dying, you know? Um, come fight time. Fights start on time, no matter what. Nice, because they're TV. You got to yeah. you get yeah. your butt out. there you put your cup on while you're walking out, or whatever you got to yeah. do. You know, every single person gets tested. It's mandatory. You don't have to worry about fighting somebody jacked up on steroids or meth. It's not like <laughs> like they like they do what the my man threw like meth in there. Regional shows, you know what I'm saying? I'm not fighting no crackheads. You know what I'm saying? But they're, like on these regional shows, you get uh the random testing, so right. you don't know and you don't know who you're fighting and what they're doing so it can be dangerous you know
0: absolutely um, so Obviously, and for those of you at home that don't understand, the way that Bellator works is they do have contracted fighters that are Bellator fighters, but when they come into local areas, they get they grab guys like Don Asabe and other guys that are big ticket sellers and big fighters in the area, and they bring them on as Bellator fighters for the night. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what happened with you, but you seem actually, grounded enough. I
2: actually got a, no, I have a, I got a two-year contract from them. There you go. I, uh, I had a surgery. And that's what I was getting yeah. at, yeah. And then, so I've been out for whatever the you had a knee surgery yeah. right and, and then once I got back on they extended my contract so it's pretty much been a three-year contract right but since they don't have the shows in this region that often which they only normally pull fighters that are like preliminary about fighters, right they're not main card just for they're that not area. trying to fly them Even in the yeah. main card fighters they wait until they're in <clears> the <throat> right. area to fight them uh, so that's why they were letting me fight for Dragon House back and forth.
0: Nice. So that's what I was kind of getting at. So they started out that way, and then they gave you a contract. That was my point was, like, they saw something in you, yeah. and then unfortunately you had the knee injury. Yeah. You ballooned up to, like, threat. 215 pounds. 215 Yeah. I was Super a fat. chunky butt. I was... Yeah. How did you I feel know. walking around at 215?
2: I felt huh. strong. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really strong. Look like the Michelin. I felt man. so strong. Man, when I'd wrestle, I, I would just, just lay there, just grab whatever. Just give me that.
0: See, <laughs> and in your head, you still feel like you're the same size. So you want to grapple the same guys yeah, that you were grappling when you were 155. <laughs> oh, yeah, really yeah.
2: You can't do it. No, it's not happening yet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what'd you do to lose the weight just back to Uh, training
2: i did intermittent fasting with the keto which hey any fighter out there don't do the keto diet as a fighter because you will not have energy for shit no carbs no carbs no carbs and i did it for a long time i did it for like three months or whatever till i got all the weight off and then transitioned back but it works it's real
0: what do you walk around at 170
2: Uh, i walk around like 180 closer to 185
0: damn big dog and then you drop down to 155 yeah that's a big drop but I mean man. I
2: just get I my diet tightens up like really I just get super strict with everything and then the weight falls off and then before I know it I'm floating around with do you wrestle in school I didn't I box
0: so you but even in boxing so you had you'd learn how to cut weight at an early yeah, age I then how to cut weight. So yeah
2: you learn how to be consistent you learn what works for your body
0: because there's cutting weight and then there's cutting weight the right way yeah exactly. and you see these guys that cut weight and then they just get exhausted or they the look like the shit. Future, yeah yeah, the, yeah. So that's good that you can walk around at 185 and drop to 155. That's scary though. What are you going to walk into the cage tomorrow? Tomorrow uh, night. At? 175, 180. What do you think he's going to walk into?
2: The same. He looked like he looked like a big guy, and he he is a wrestler, and he looks sunken. Like he looked, he cut a lot of weight, so he knows.
0: So as a wrestler, he's probably especially if he gets in trouble on the feet. Obviously, we know a wrestler's common response is to shoot, shoot. for that double leg or that single leg. Are you going to let him do that so that you can tap him out on the ground?
2: No, I'm gonna hit him and try to daze him, and then if I daze him and he falls, then I will choke the shit out of him. <laughs> That's, That's what I do in all my fights. So if he's seen any of my fights, he knows like I'm gonna hit you hard and I'm gonna choke you out.
1: So you know it's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of a, a dangerous dangerous matchup because you got Don who's won how many fights on a submission, and yet he's got hands. So if you take him down, then you might have the you gotta opportunity. You got to worry about the submission. Yeah. yeah, I mean you got every angle covered. You, know, yeah. you, you got kicks, you got hands, and you got submissions. You know, I mean, that makes for a really, really dangerous fight.
0: Yeah. Has there been an opponent in your career that you said that they offered you and you said, no, I don't want to fight him?
2: Um,
1: Nobody.
0: At any uh, point?
2: At any point. I feel like there was at one point where I was uh, like, you, I feel like I need more, because I only had like two fights at the time, and the guy had like 20. Uh, yeah. I remember, he'll probably he'll probably comment on, on this or whatever when he sees wasn't it. A, I can't remember, though. But I wanted to wait. I did want to fight, but I just wanted to wait because it didn't make sense, and I was undefeated at the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, then there was a couple of guys that were just way too big. I remember, like David Douglas was. was
2: oh, David Douglas! Yeah, yeah I remember he, that. He's a big ass guy. But right? I got hurt. I got hurt. I had a, like my my meniscus or whatever because I had my right. I had a meniscus surgery, then the osteochondral allograft and.
0: Wait, say that shit again.
2: <laughs> Osteochondral allograft. You made that shit up <laughs> no, right that now. that shit is real. It's a bone <laughs> meniscus transplant where they take a, like a plug out of your leg with a cadaver. And it's a long hill. It's like a year hill. I was crutch or like wheelchair crutches the whole the whole nine, yeah.
0: Stronger now than it was though, oh, right? strong. Yeah. Look at the karate, the Bruce Lee. Yeah, right. So I know that Bay Area Combat has talked about trying to get a pro license, or they can do that. Obviously, yeah. get a pro license to promote pro shows. Are you? Would you like to fight on Bay Area yes, Combat? Yes,
2: I would. They do you do know have that? an excellent shows. Like they throw excellent
1: shows. I would I, love to fight for them. I've already been thinking about a matchup because I've I've got a guy in mind that that I that I would like to. I'm see.
0: not fighting him, dude. It's no, <laughs> not. Now who is it? Who is
1: then, it? Well, I got this idea. J.J. Oconavich would be a really good fight.
2: It would be a good fight.
1: That would be... Do be- you, you
2: want to fight him? I do. I've, I've been talking crap to him for a long time. On the Does he talk air. back? Yeah, he, he was. And I just let it go because it's time. Because... I just let it go on for way too long. But see, what
0: I like about you though is like you talk the shit, but you know it's just it's talking shit, right? Yeah, yeah, for is sure. there anybody though that you want to catch in the parking lot and just bitch slap? No, 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 there, no, no, nobody I at really, that point right now. I think
2: they're all great. I really think JJ O'Connor, which is a great guy, also. Yeah, it's, but it's just I'm. Sebby like, sounds try, like a football player, I'm not trying a fighter. To make a, yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to make a fight. I'm trying to fight, you know, and I want to fight good, good guys, you
1: know. Well, you know, it's like that, see that matchup there. It's like it really is a really good matchup. Both of those guys, both of these guys are. Really, really good at what they do. Slap in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Sometimes it gets to that point. anymore I like that anymore. You know, because then I'm gonna, you know, of course I'm gonna have Adam Wamsley on the pro card. You know, because I, I love Adam. He's one of one Great of my guy. guys. You He'll know, all the damn yeah. Uh, same with Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe's my homie. You know, and then when all these other my other title fight holders and stuff have go finally go pro. You know they're all going to they're all going to go fight on my show. Yeah, you know, cuz they're all yeah, I, I
2: can't wait to see um your 50. Buena Buena GoPro
1: Dude, I'm that, excited for that. that
0: kid's fun, he's fighting tomorrow too. Yeah. But he's fighting in LA. Yeah. So SoCal. It? Yeah. Um okay, you just said that you're not that guy anymore. We talked to Joe Kropscott last week when he was on and he was telling us how he got sent off to fucking boarding school cuz he was such a troublemaker <laughs> and hitting people with he's skateboards nice and all this guy. stuff. I know, I was shocked. <laughs> he was so, so nice
2: like he was like just
0: so was Don Sabe? Were you were you a troublemaker?
2: Kinda yeah, I was a troublemaker. I was like a <laughs> punker. You keep kid. looking at your striking coach like, do well, I say something? He's known me. He's known me since <laughs> I was. He got me started. He got me started in MMA. Actually, I was. Okay. In, I was like in between homes at the time, and like you know, I just got adopted by a new family and. I was like punk rocker, like a lip piercing, and getting fights every day. I see that
0: with the hair. You kept the hair yeah. just to kind of, you, you don't want to fully let go of that yeah, punk rock phase. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he,
2: he saw me just, you know, doing stupid shit, you know, running around, just being a dirty old or young kid, and uh, got me into MMA. He used to drive me. So he pretty day. much saved your life. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's seriously. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. That's good stuff.
0: So you're adopted. Um, Were...
2: Yeah, I got adopted when I was 16.
0: Nice. It, what, uh, how's that? You still. Uh, uh,
2: it was good. Yeah. yeah. I still talk to him. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Did you live in group homes? No, I didn't live in group homes. No, I just kind of
2: straight from um, home to home. It was like juvenile hall for a while, and then to another
0: home. So- gotcha. So you have that little background too, man. That's why you're such a good fighter. I'm telling you, people don't believe me, but when you come from that type of background, you just got that hunger that nobody else has. Yeah, you know, you know just, what I mean?
2: You just know how to fight, and you want to fight. I got a lot of fights as a kid. I just like to get in fights. The whether key I got is my ass or not. <laughs> the key is
0: to find a guy like Chris who can take that anger mm-hmm. and that that want to fight and turn it into something polished and turn you into a sportsman mm-hmm. that can take all that and make it into something that's effective and is successful for you yeah, rather for sure. than putting yeah. you back in juvenile hall or that's or county.
2: True. That's <laughs> very true. Yeah, no, I definitely owe a lot to both of my coaches. You know, both of them have been here for me so much, like Steve. Like he will make sure that I am on time to every sparring session. Go with me. And
0: but you gotta be careful because he'll still get you in trouble. Steve, no. Steve don't know how to act. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: why I don't I do usually, it. <laughs> I want to be doing something crazy. <laughs> how long
0: are you, how long are your camps, Donisabe? For, for once you find out you're gonna fight from from the time okay I'm gonna um, fight this guy. How long are these you camp?
2: guys were getting on my ass around like six weeks? Okay. If it's that long, yeah, that's normally when they're having me buckle down.
0: Do, so. Are you are you hard to rein in until you get reined in?
2: Sometimes, yeah. But no, like I, I like to train no matter what. All the time, I love to train. I just love being in the gym. It pisses my girlfriend off. She's, you know what I'm saying. But I
0: love to be in the until train. you get signed by the UFC and get a bunch of money, and then yeah, she's yeah. Gonna be like, "Baby, why aren't you training? You need to go to the gym." <laughs> Let me drive. What's you, wrong bro? with you? Yeah. I got the car outside <laughs> waiting for you. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, man. So first of all, I want to say thank you for stopping by yeah. and talking with us. It's been awesome. Learned a little bit about you that we didn't know, obviously. Um, tomorrow night, guys, make sure if you're in the area, and you are if you're watching Barrier Combat, Dragon House San Francisco, it's Dragon House 31. Tons of great fights, including Donna Sabe for the lightweight championship. And uh, number 21 in California. I think you're number 39 on the West Coast. It's pretty goddamn high ranking. Yeah, There's was, a lot of 15, fighters. I
2: was 15 like three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, you went yeah. down because um, I want a couple more fights. It's
2: yeah. <laughs> all so right. After this, I'll get moved back. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, guys, so you guys definitely want to come out and check him out. He's fresh off his win November 18th, or November of 2018 over uh, Jamario Mulder. Um, and tomorrow night's the title fight, man. Good luck. We we really look forward to seeing this fight and hopefully having you fight for Bay Area combat when things go pro. Steve, do you have anything you want to say to Don Asabe?
1: Shit, I'll be right there beside you uh, all the way out to the cage mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yep. As usual, yeah, ride or die. What
2: are you walking
0: out to? Give us a hint. What's the song?
2: Um, it's uh it's by a local. It's a local rap group. My friends from high school. It's sponsored me. They're the Swap Boys. So if you have time to check them out, check out the Swap Boys
0: Instagram um, or at,
2: yeah, at Instagram the Swap Boys, Facebook the Swap Boys. So it'll be one of their songs. So I'm excited.
0: There you go. All right, man. Good luck, and hopefully, uh, well, I already know, man. We'll see when you come back on the show. You bring the belt with you. How about right, that? We'll bring the belt with. You. So, all right. You, you
1: Thank know, you. the cool thing about you know training with such a small camp is like we pretty much got all fighters. Pretty much. You right. Know, we have a couple guys that don't fight, but but you know everybody's there for the same. I think that the team supports. Like, when I when I I really really promote the team atmosphere. It's like it's not I, it's us. Yeah. you know, when it comes to training, sure. and I and I really push that on people, you know what I mean, when, you know, when your teammate falls over, give them a hand up, not a hand out, you know what I, I mean? I to talk about all the boxing, I did this.
0: Talk yeah. about it, tell yeah. us.
1: Yeah. We're not done that, yet, yeah. we ain't on right. no time limit, yeah. you, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just, you know, we're just Oh, well,
2: I was going to uh, Lightning's Gym in Oakland and sparring with Aaron Coley, he's a great, a great pro, and, yeah.
0: And a couple of other guys there. That were I announced kids, a, so. a couple of his fights, commentated his fight for OPP yeah, so when I've he fought. A, I've had a lot of fun. Pratt. Man, Coley's a beast. How'd you do sparring against him? I did great. Yeah?
2: I do great whenever I go sparring. I'm
0: going to text him and ask him. I ask don't know, him. man. Ask I'm going to ask him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if he says any different. But-
0: who else did you spar with besides Coley? I um, mean, the other by the, the way, Coley, guys, game. for those who don't know, from Northern California, he's a he's a champion several weight classes. Yeah. He's a tremendous fighter. One of the sorry,
2: there's a, there's a couple other guys I just don't know their names, but they trained beside Coley. Also, they're in all of his pictures with him. Um,
0: Yeah. Um. So okay. So. Just forget
2: when you do stuff. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what's
0: the difference going to a boxing gym and training with boxers than going to an MMA gym and training with MMA fighters?
2: Range range there's a lot of things you that you could do in boxing and you'll look excellent and you'll be fine but you can't do an mma i can't be in the pocket the way i am in boxing the way, and then in mma there's just a difference in range and it translates in the, in the punching also that's why boxers think mma fighters are so unpolished and not good but they're not it's just it's a different range and there's a lot more variables so it makes the hands look sloppier you different, gloves, you different gloves everything and it's just like Everything looks nicer and more crisp when you're in tight and you're throwing really short punches. When everything gets long and then you're leaping and looking for stuff, it's it's different, you know. But I feel like high level MMA fighters and high level boxers are still on the same plane
0: ground, you know. Like yeah, you go in and spark each other. And, and people, people always play. say, Oh, I watch boxing and they're so crisp and clean Yeah, they're not worried about getting kicked in the leg. Not they're not worried about, about yeah. getting taken yeah, down, you know, they're, they're not right. worried about an elbow coming in. It's not a at different animal. Range. Range. Oh, yeah.
2: You know, it's like I could be here and throwing punches and blocking and slipping and moving and everything will look clean but that's not where we're going to be at we're going to be Everywhere. another uh, you know another <laughs> arm length away waiting for a kick a punch or shot so how's your cardio
0: has boxing did your cardio even get better when you train with the uh, boxers
2: car- yeah I, had, I always have boxing cardio i stay in boxing this guy room. i trained with oscar ortiz and napa and his pros brandon trejo he was on the junior olympic absolutely pro he was yeah a, he's a great pro now you know so I'm always in the gym and we're constantly feeding off each other working. Um, every day that I do MMA is I box, you know. I box before I go there. It's my passion,
0: really. Yeah, boxing is where my heart lies it always will. Like yeah. obviously I fought MMA and I love announcing MMA and talking yeah. with you guys, but if if someone came to me tomorrow and said you can only announce one or the other for the rest of your life, it would yeah. be boxing just because and Boxing's what? easier on the body, yeah. too, you know
2: what I'm saying? Like if I'm not feeling good everywhere, then I'll just go to boxing because yeah. I don't have to worry about getting my leg torn off. Yeah. This guy or somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, guys. Also, Steve Barnett, May 9th, you're fighting Gil Calveo. Hey, was it May 4th? May 4th. May 4th. <laughs> Bear, <laughs> River, Bear River, right?
1: Yeah. I Bear yeah, River. Brian, 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 you were what?
0: supposed to fight Thunder Valley Gladiator, weren't you?
1: Yeah, so I was supposed to fight that douchebag. Uh, uh, what was his name? Oh, uh, that weenie. Ah. Uh, oh. Let's try bring I
0: love that this dude calls people weenies. <laughs> That's <laughs> no. like my new word right now. Don Sabe calls people weenies. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking call people weenies from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime hey, someone man. makes me mad, like road rage, I'm gonna roll down my window like "fuck you, weenie." You ain't yeah. gonna do nothing. Yeah,
1: hey, you just gotta. You know, <laughs> we, you know, I think we talked about that that douchebag on a previous podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, not like, let's not go back there. Right.
0: But you yeah. are fighting May fourth.
1: I'm actually gonna fight some a uh, real fighter. Yeah. You know, Gil Gil's, Gil's a definite challenge for me. He's an older guy. How old are you now? Fifty yeah
0: so what's the camel rule uh, it, uh it's you have to fight guys around your age right yeah, I like think
1: within five years range of your age
0: because I know we had an issue at Bay Area Combat a couple weeks ago when Ron Monahan was getting disrespected by a younger fighter and Ron was like I can't even fight him because I'm too damn old they Why, won't even yeah. let me fight him
2: because well, yeah. last year those two girls that got matched up one of them was like 50. I remember was, that was 60 or something like that and she got beat up by like a 20
1: year old girl <laughs> ever since then is stopping it.
0: So you're fighting in the you gotta fight I think it has to be like forty and over, right? Something <laughs> well,
1: like that. It, it basically it's in a van event up there. So I'm gonna I don't have
0: Say that nice. louder. Since you're uh, yeah, licensed yeah, yeah. by camo.
1: <laughs> maybe,
0: we, maybe we leave that out. Yeah, yeah, uh, we can't, we're we live, so we can't well, it edit it ma- out. But. Hey,
1: it don't matter for me because it's like I'm not a camo fighter. So.
0: No, but you're a camo matchmaker. What? <laughs> but no, that's good. So uh, yeah. what weight are you fighting at?
1: Well, uh, we're doing a catch weight. I think uh, 175 or 180, you know.
0: You've been no. stra- training with this guy, getting ready for
1: this fight, dude. I've been training every day. I, I, I haven't stopped. Like I said, he's
2: he's the guy that'll
1: like come wake me
2: up and like pull me out of bed and like <laughs> yeah. drive me down sparring or something like that. You know, it's
1: like uh, he, these guys keep me in shape. It's not it's not me keep them in shape. It's like you know, I I feel like I'm along for the ride. I might push them. I might get in their face, push them around, punch them a bunch of times, but. They keep me in shape for you know. That's good. Yeah. You know, it's like they're my motivation. You know, They give me strength <clears> and stuff. <throat> it's like they don't even know what they do for me.
0: So is he going to come out and work your corner then?
1: Absolutely. Yep. There you go. Like uh, no and Chris. Out. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it, I got I to say, it's out of out of like the hundred fights or so that we've all been to. It's been Chris and Chris and myself pretty much. And Don. It's you know, it's been. pretty
0: You were cool. supposed to co-host the show at some point. I remember yeah, along the way, I heard that you were my, gonna,
2: my kid isn't old enough yet, and. We don't have a child care. We take care of them on our own. Yeah, so. I feel you. It, and,
0: you we're going to get, you know what, though? This show is going to blow up, and we're going to have a daycare center in here, uh-huh. and there's going to yeah, yeah. be, like, licensed daycare Six months, providers. Uh-huh. Six months from now, I'll be in here
2: for sure.
1: But <laughs> until know. then, it's all you. <laughs> so, you, you know, hey, this is this this, this is some crazy shit. So, Don and I, we've been everywhere together.
0: We've been everywhere, bike. man.
1: Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So, Shit. Don, Don him, had an opportunity, yeah. So we went to the XFC. XFC right before <clears throat> they get sold.
2: Yep. I won the XFC championship. Explode? To be the poster Dude. boy. Dude,
1: there was like 500 people there trying out for the five fight, fight con- for the contract to fight on the XFC. And it okay. was like it was like HDNet fights back then, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember. And so we flew out there. You know, uh, uh, Michael Curiale uh, sponsored us to fly out.
2: Michael Curelli, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we, I ended up winning the contract, and then... They folded. They, yeah, they folded. They sold it, and then they benched <laughs> me. I'm under contract for two years. I couldn't do anything. Those are the best years. I was, wasn't... Wait a second. Care. Wait a second. I wait a second. Fighting. The company
0: folded, and they still had you under no, contract and wouldn't me. let you but, fight? Yeah,
2: they sold, they sold the contract, and then they kept telling us they were going to fight us, and then they ended up just, just building up fighters in South America. That's a so lawsuit, have, bro. Yeah, I know. You get so I lost, paid. I lost two years, two years of fights. Like, How old are you now? So when 28.
0: When was that?
2: That was four, five years, five Ooh, years ago. That's like the peak too. Yeah, like with, when you're, no, yeah. Like it was the peak. I was in great condition, no injuries. I was ready to go, and
1: lost on that. Yeah, yeah fucking so, weenies. So you know, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so after after the after the after the, uh, the competition stuff, you know, the next day, Don and I had to get back on the plane, and I said, you know, he's like stuck on the plane like this because because oh, the, the, workout, the workouts were so intense. Oh shit!
2: Yeah, because they made you do as many reps as you could of for everything. a certain amount of time, and most of the guys just were weenies and gave up you know yeah i just i kept going the whole time until i damn near tore my biceps
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it 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 was some crazy shit and then uh by the by the end of the evening they weeded out like 490 something people shit you not and this place got very 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 empty last one's last one's up was dawn
2: yeah Taking them down. So funny. I was like taking them. Down. I wasn't even. I didn't even know shit about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? <laughs> The thing. I'm gonna hit them. I'll hit him once, and then shoot and throw them on their head.
0: So you you missed those two years. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like? Do you feel like that matters anymore? Or do you feel like now you're back at your peak? Anymore, but yeah. It, it, at the it time. At the
2: same time, because two years of fights, it's a lot of fights. Yeah. And once you get past the ten fight mark, you start making more money. You start getting better calls. It's yeah. totally different, you know. And I could have been there now, but
0: could have been fighting for a title on bellator that's a lawsuit we need to sue somebody who can we sue i'll I'll be your lawyer i need some money can't be another too happy american all right man so thank you so much yeah absolutely man thanks for coming out may 4th for uh steve barnett he's gonna fight gil calveo at bear river and of course you tomorrow night dragon house 155 title on the line deborah Ferralito. uh is there anything that you want to say to donna sabe who came out no We can't ever get her on the mic. All right, guys, so this has been Bay Area Combat. My name is Jim Cooley. We will see you guys, I don't know, next week, the week after, whenever we decide to come back. Don't miss this fight tomorrow night, guys. Don't miss it. If you do, you're a weenie.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you.